Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. For Amy Anderton, meeting a handsome, charismatic Irishman seemed too good to be true. Logan was charming, he was flattering. He was always trying to help other people be positive. But this sweet-talking do-gooder had a deviant secret. Amy was disgusted. She had no idea what to do. He was a master at suppressing who he really was. And Amy would be forced to make the most frightening decision of her life. She was looking over her shoulder everywhere we went. I got a weapon and slept with it by my bed. I was scared for my life. When it comes to love and marriage, things aren't always as they seem. In the spring of 2010, Amy Anderton was having the time of her life. The perky 28-year-old was newly single and enjoying every minute of it. I was excited about love and romance, and I thought the world was my oyster, and there was a lot of fish in the sea. So that March, while Amy was hanging out at an Irish pub in Portland, Oregon, she didn't mind when one of the other patrons approached her. How you doing? I was finishing my glass of wine, settling up my tab, and he nonchalantly started a conversation with me. The charismatic 34-year-old introduced himself as Logan Storm. He had a thick Irish accent. He started talking about how he was a school teacher and how he was a do-gooder. What about you? He asked me about my job and found out that I did community work for a nonprofit. He was very excited to hear about what I did for work. Well, I've got to run. Catch you later. As the two went their separate ways, Amy didn't think much of the encounter until she arrived home and discovered a surprise from her new friend. I found a little matchbook in my purse. It said, the shy Irish fellow from the bar fancies you. He left his phone number on the note. 
his charismatic charm. It caught my interest. And I thought it was kind of sweet that he was saying he fancied me. So I sent him a text message. I wanted to see what it was about. Logan responded right away and insisted on setting a date immediately the following night. Cheers. Before Amy knew it, they were having a romantic dinner in a quaint little restaurant nearby. It was nice. It was good conversation, getting to know each other. He had a lot to say about growing up in Ireland. He told me that he had a son that lived with him part-time, three days a week. He was very flirtatious, and I was flattered. Logan was keen to see Amy again that weekend, so she invited him to a barbecue, and instantly, her friends were hooked. He was a nice guy. He was energetic, happy. He seemed to really care about Amy. Logan seemed absolutely smitten with Amy. He was very starry-eyed over her. So I was encouraging Amy to see what becomes of this relationship. Amy took her friend's advice and soon learned some interesting things about her new beau. We were at a gathering with some friends and I heard him talking about a former student who became a stripper. Oh, she's actually a stripper. Really? And he was mentoring her. I didn't give it much thought because he was always trying to help other people be positive and be their support. But it wasn't until Logan began opening up about his own difficult past that Amy truly understood why staying positive was such a focus in his life. He said that his dad spent time in a psychiatric hospital. So his mom thought that it was safer for him to grow up with his grandparents in Belfast, Ireland. I was dating this girl for a little while. She blew herself up making a bomb. What? He never said specifically that he was involved with the IRA, but he alluded to that, and that's when they deported him. I have no idea what happened. And all of a sudden, they went back to the United States. Logan told Amy he eventually found his way back to Portland, where he'd managed to mend his relationship with his parents. I admired him. I thought that it was great that he could grow up under such circumstances and become someone great. But Amy would soon learn that this do-gooder was actually as bad as they come, as his vortex of lies pulled her into a world she never imagined. I was just blown away at the levels of deception. Enough! There was something mentally broken with him. I was trying to make sense of what was going on. I felt gullible. I felt betrayed. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the spring of 2010, Amy Anderton was starting to fall hard for her new Irish love interest, Logan Storm. As a couple, we did a lot of different things together getting to know each other, but I wanted to date for a little while and not rush into a relationship. Amy was happy taking things slowly, especially when it came to meeting Logan's 12-year-old son. But Logan had other ideas, and he made them clear one Sunday morning in May. Logan was going to pick up his son and specifically told me, we're not coming back here directly So take your time getting up and getting ready and let yourself out. So I was wandering around the house and making some coffee. Before Amy knew it, she saw Logan and his son walking up the sidewalk. I kind of freaked out and ran into his bedroom and shut the door. They came in and Logan said, son, Amy's still here. Would you like to meet her? My heart sunk into my stomach, and I just gulped. So I said, hi. Nice to meet you. This is Amy. I was kind of upset with him. It's like he wasn't respecting how I felt or my boundaries. When Amy confronted him about it later that day, it was Logan who drew a line in the sand. That made me feel really uncomfortable. Oh, so it's all about you? Well, what about us? He told me that he was not willing to invest in a relationship that wasn't going anywhere. How are you supposed to have a relationship together without trust? He wanted me to just let go and to just trust him. So Amy decided to do just that, let go and take a chance. That made an impression on me, and I thought that the relationship had potential to last forever. But by the middle of May, Amy started to notice something was troubling her new boyfriend. I could tell Logan was struggling financially. 
He talked about how it was hard for him to pay his bills. He said that he couldn't afford his house. And the only place that he could afford would be a little one-bedroom apartment. There's just nothing out there that I can afford. And by the beginning of June, Amy couldn't take it any longer. He made me feel like I had something that I could offer him to make his situation better. If I asked one of my roommates to move out, then he and his son could move into my house. So I offered it, and I was feeling pretty good about it. It seemed an act of convenience for him to move in with her, as opposed to a conscious choice they made as a couple. But I was still emphasizing to Amy that I thought he was a catch. Then, just a few weeks after Logan started to move in, their relationship was tested yet again. It was about 11, 11.30 p.m., and his phone rang. How you doing? I'll see what I can do. He said, oh, it's my former student who's a stripper, and she wants a ride home from the strip club. My reaction to that was, well, that's not okay, and if you want to have a relationship with me, you can't have other relationships like that going on. You should not be talking with this girl. Have a little bit of no. respect. No, come back here. No. He turned it around on me and said that I was making a big deal and stormed out of the house. I felt like he was hiding things from me. Soon, Amy would uncover exactly what Logan was hiding, and the horrific truth would haunt her forever. Amy was incredibly disturbed. I was scared of what I had found. It was shocking to me. You need to set boundaries. No, this is ridiculous. What are you trying to do? You better shut your back. What kind of boundaries? I don't know boundaries. In June 2010, after fighting with her boyfriend Logan Storm about his mentorship of a former student-turned-stripper... It doesn't matter. Just let no, This is ridiculous. Amy decided to confide in a friend. She told me that she sensed something was wrong, and she told me I needed to look into it. It was not normal. Come back here! Come back here! Amy initially resisted and went over to Logan's to talk with him instead. Amy seemed freaked out that he didn't know what could be wrong with that. It was completely inappropriate. We had a very serious discussion about boundaries, and I asked him to call his former student and set up a time to go out to lunch or coffee with her and set some good boundaries. Not a problem, yeah. So he took my advice, which made me feel good. While Amy felt she was making progress with Logan, she couldn't ignore her gut. There was still something deep down inside of me that was questioning if he was hiding things. I didn't really trust him. So Amy decided to play detective. She had no idea this was merely the calm before the storm. On the morning of July 23rd, Amy waited for Logan to leave for work before looking through his things. I was feeling like Logan was hiding something and I wanted to see what he was hiding. He had a jewelry box on the dresser, and I looked in it and saw a thumb drive. It looked like it was tucked under things to be hidden. I wanted to see what was on it, so I plugged it into the computer.
I wasn't able to process what I was seeing. Oh my God. It was shocking to me. I found hundreds of pictures of child pornography on it. Very explicit, disturbing images of little children that were being raped and abused. I was scared of what I had found and I didn't know how to respond to it. Heart racing, Amy returned the thumb drive to its hiding spot. Logan came home from work. How you doing? I'm all right. He took one look at me and said, Look like you've seen a ghost. And my response to him was, No, I'm just stressed out. I was nervous about bringing it up. I thought that maybe he would hurt me to keep me quiet, to not tell anyone. The next morning, she told Logan she'd made two decisions. I told Logan I needed a break and I needed to go visit my family in Utah. And I told Logan that I needed him to move out before I got back. Ah! Screamed loud, just let out a bellowing scream, just clenched his fists and screamed at the top of his lungs. I became more scared of him. Amy quickly left and arrived a few hours later at her family's home in Utah. Once safe and secure, she made the most important decision of her life. I decided to turn him in. I called 911. They had me describe everything and what I saw. There were children and they were really graphic. The police got a search warrant and went to the home shortly after that. They told Logan that they needed to search the premises. They feared they were going to find images of child pornography on his computer. Logan remained completely calm. He wasn't shocked. He wasn't surprised. The detectives confiscated the computer and the thumb drive, but they did not arrest him at that point. They wanted to make sure their evidence remained intact. They didn't want to lose any of it. They didn't want to jeopardize it. As soon as authorities examined the images on the thumb drive, they immediately put out a warrant for Logan's arrest. He fled very suddenly. That was certainly not the behavior of someone who had nothing to hide. While investigators searched frantically for the fugitive, Amy cautiously returned home to Portland, only to discover that her nightmare had just begun. We did not see this coming. I felt afraid for my life. I didn't know what he was capable of. In the summer of 2010, Amy Anderton was terrified after her ex-boyfriend Logan Storm went on the run. I was pretty scared for my life. I knew that he knew it was me who found the child pornography and called the police. I didn't know where he went, but when I came home, all of my things had been gone through in my room and my spare key was not in its place. I thought Logan had been involved with the IRA in Ireland. So I called the cops because I thought that he had planted a bomb in my car. While police found no evidence of a bomb, they did have an explosive piece of news for Amy. There was no chance that Logan was ever affiliated with the IRA. In fact, he never lived in Ireland. 
The cops started to tell me that Logan grew up in Portland, Oregon, and didn't have an Irish accent. It was all a lie. I was just in shock. It made me realize I did not know who he was, and therefore I didn't know what he was capable of. I got a weapon and slept with it by my bed. I changed the locks because every sound of anything woke me up thinking it was him coming after me and getting revenge for ruining his life. Amy was terrified. No one knew where he was. And the stress was really getting to her. As Amy battled a flood of emotions, she realized everything Logan had told her was a lie. I don't believe that his father spent time in a psychiatric hospital. I think that Logan made all of those things up to make himself look like a victim. He was manipulating me. Equally disturbing was how Amy felt Logan had clearly turned his own son into a chess piece. I think he was using his son to move into my house. I think it looked good for him to live with me, to have a girlfriend who was doing this good work in the community, and he was using me just to get what he wanted. I felt gullible. I felt betrayed. And the girl Logan said he was mentoring? I don't know if the former student slash stripper was just another one of Logan's lies. He was a predatory, deceptive liar. I don't think anyone's ever going to know the truth about him. There's studies that show that people who are abusive have been abused before. I'm thinking that maybe he was a victim because he put himself in the victim role so much. Meanwhile, after seven months, Logan's attorneys located him hiding out in Europe. They convinced him to return to Portland, where he was officially booked for possession of child pornography. I was very relieved when Logan was arrested, but it was so surreal. On January 23, 2013, Logan Storm went to trial and pled not guilty. I very much believe in our country and our laws. I respect uh, the system and I respect the procedures. Amy was forced to come face to face with the man she turned in. The first time I saw him, I thought that I was gonna be sick. I saw him do a double take and I saw fear in his eyes. It made me feel powerful. I was protecting young children. Six days later, the middle school teacher was convicted on one count of possessing child pornography. On September 10th, 2013, Logan Storm was sentenced to eight years for his crimes. I think he deserved harsher. Honestly, this guy is somebody that should not be on the streets, ever. It wasn't the maximum, but it was enough to show that it was a severe crime. And I didn't have to look over my shoulder, and I didn't have to worry where he was. Today, Amy is still dealing with the reality of what she went through. I feel like my life will forever be changed from this because I'm scared to get close to people. I'm scared that people could be hiding things. 
Even though she's not ready to fully trust others again, Amy refuses to let what Logan did affect her future. Amy is such a strong, honest person, and she's maintained an attitude of strength and perseverance. I'm really proud of her for that. I'm very hopeful that other people will follow my lead, but if I didn't have such great friends, I don't think I would have made it through it. <laughs>